day, everyone. It's Nathan, and I'm coming to you with Kim from the game room on a Wednesday night because it's once again time for the Birds and the Lees, and it's a Wednesday night that's a little bit uh, ominous. Stormy. Stormy Not is a good word. Not ominous in what we're talking about. Not ominous. Today's light, but yes, very stormy outside, but it is April in Texas, so it's about time for that to start happening. Yep. Kim, how you doing? I'm all right. You all right? Yeah, weather. It always makes me... Yeah, it does. It, it's it's one of those things where it's like, oh, this is, you know, yeah. no energy. And I kind of feel like Eeyore. Yeah, there's a little bit of Eeyore-ness to the weather. But hopefully we'll laugh a little bit with this one and yeah. move on from the Eeyore-ishness into a little more Tigger-ish mood. Oh, okay. Hey, you said Eeyore. I got to work <laughs> it in there. Yeah. All right. Well, you uh, if you joined us last time, you know that we talked about some uh, serious stuff with mental health and things like that. Well, yep. tonight, we're not going to talk about that. What we're going to talk about uh, are our kids. Yeah. Specifically our kids, and specifically the stories of our kids that make us mm-hmm. laugh the most. And here's the problem with this assignment. I tried to keep the list relatively short. Oh, okay. Yeah. But there's so many stories, and how many are going to overlap? And for us, we keep track of these on a Facebook page. We do. So it's easy for us to come back, but uh, Mm -hmm. there's just a lot of them. So anyway, but um, what I thought was, Kim, we'll just Mm -hmm. let you kind of kick off and tell your stories if you have your notes in front of you. I have Uh, a few. You have a few. I I gathered a few of... I went through Facebook as well and just kind of traversed through what some of my best either parenting moments are that made me laugh really hard or things that our kids did or said. Okay. So, um, my first one that will always be one of my favorite memories is I was sitting in my office working and all of a sudden my computer starts to ding and I can't figure out where the dinging is coming from. I was working on work, not paying attention to social media, not paying attention to anything going on around me. Okay. After getting super annoyed, (laughs) I finally started looking around. Well, it was like my computer was connected to my phone and it, it was coming through my computer. All these text messages. I'm like, why are people... I'm not that popular. People don't text me at that rate. And so... I look on there and somebody said, I never knew you knew that much about weather. And I was like, what are they talking about? And there was like 10 messages about how much I knew about weather. Yeah. And I, I can't figure out what's going on. I don't understand why this is happening. <laughs> so I just ignore it because I thought maybe there was a joke you had said at mm-hmm. church or something. These were church yeah. people. And I go into the other room. No, no. I open my Facebook page to look and see if you had said something. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I'm getting all these likes from people on posts I didn't comment on. Uh Uh-huh. Garrett had taken my phone to look up something for school. Well, okay. So the background didn't finish telling your story. This was during COVID. It was during COVID. And every, (laughs) uh, what, Wednesday or so, Pete Delkis would get on Facebook Yep. And talk about the weather with kids and yes. Garrett. Not with kids. Oh. It was all adults. Oh, was it, it all was adults? It was like, because he teaches at a college, so he was... Oh, okay. Yep. And so Garrett gets on there on your iPad, I think, maybe? It, may, it was my iPad or my phone. He had one of them for work, for his working school work. at school, looking up something that his iPad wouldn't. And then 
figured out how to log into Facebook. Yeah. Which is just we, opening yeah, the app. Yeah, you got, you got him to do it so he yeah. could watch it or whatever. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. And somehow he got onto Facebook and found Pete Delkus, the weather guy, <laughs> and started responding with scientific explanations of, of questions that people had. Yeah, they were asking the questions, and before Pete yeah. could answer them, Garrett was answering them all. Yeah, and then later on, when I followed the thread, <laughs> all these people were like, Kim, you're so smart, they, and people I didn't know. I yeah. mean, like, just people are like, thanks for answering these questions, because Pete Delkus just didn't have time. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, in between that, he's dropping, you know, Garden Ridge Gators rule and stuff like that. Little things about his his school at the time and, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, Yo Dog. And I mean, just it was ridiculous. Yes, that one. I was so embarrassed, but also laughed all night long. Yeah, that was really funny. I remember when you we were home and you were telling me that and it was it was pretty funny. I got to admit, there's a lot of those with him in particular. It's interesting the stories that are funny that fall with our kids. Yeah. Um, my funny stories usually center around discipline. Yeah. Um, and funny things that, well, there's a few of them here. And I'm looking at it going, oh, my gosh, these are really funny because they are situations where maybe the kids got in trouble. And it was one of those ones that was really hard to institute discipline or consequences because mm-hmm. it was so funny. Yeah, I had so. one of those on my list. I think I know which one yours might be on the list. Okay. okay. But I'm going to go with my first one. And uh, this is the last time I ever spanked Garrett. Um, <laughs> it was the first, wasn't it? No, it was oh, actually okay. the last. Okay. Um, this no, no, was, no. I mean, he didn't. I had it, spanked him like twice before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we are a family that spanked. And, and we had uh, one instrument for that. It was a... Uh, uh, it was a spatula. Um, yeah. We never spanked open-handed or anything like that. It was just a spatula. And spankings were like one or two swats, and that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, but well, there was a night where this is about the time Garrett is starting to kind of peek onto the edge of pre-adolescence. He's still in elementary school, but he's starting to get an ornery side to him. And one night, I think I'm making dinner or something like that, and he... I asked him to do something and he just gets mad and he like screams at me and yells yeah. at me. Yeah. So I reached and grabbed a spatula and took him upstairs to his room mm-hmm. and uh, and took the first shot. Well, the issue was that I grabbed the wrong spatula. Right. I wasn't looking. I grabbed the one that had a lot of flex to it. Yeah. And so when I brought it to his little elementary school behind i guess it kind of like flexed and cracked a little bit across it stung it. a lot it stung a lot because he wore athletic shorts <laughs> so it stung a lot but the funniest part was i hit the first shot and he jumps up grabs his butt runs out of the room going oh my gosh i think i'm bleeding yeah. <laughs> yep. he was not yeah nope not at all wasn't nope but it, but <laughs> I mean, holding his butt while he's running, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, I think that was. I mean, at that point, you can't do anything else. I literally had to sit down and just start laughing, yeah. and it yeah. was all over. But he got the point, and never had to yeah. spank him again. But uh, he only got like three. I just remember that total. emotional reaction of him running out the yeah. door. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was a great family moment. Jessica was rolling on the floor laughing. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that was pretty funny. Um. Still laughs about it. I think, I can't remember if Jess or Garrett did this. You will know because you have a better memory. Okay. When one of our children, I think it was Garrett, told the teacher that the reason they have state testing is to test the teachers. That was Garrett. Okay. Yeah. Because he was so worried about the star test, the, the state testing. 
I got thrown under the bus so hard. This, I, I, I always tell my kids the night before testing to try to relieve their fears because the reality is neither kid are going to have a hard time passing that test. We've never been close Mm -hmm. to even not passing. So for them to have fear enough to, um, I'm not encouraged to get to a point where it might reduce their grade. There's no reason for that. Well, they get they, there's a lot of anxiety because the mm-hmm. teachers overemphasize it and stress it and things their, like that. Their teachers yeah. are like, if you don't get if you don't get enough sleep, you will not pass this test. If yeah. you don't get enough food, you will not pass this test. So, and it just gets really anxiety driven. And they're and they're elementary school kids. So the reality is a lot of a lot of the kids don't pass because they're super anxious. They lock up and they're done. <clears throat> so I told my kids what every year I'm like, look, you got to understand this is a reflection of the teacher's edu- education. It's not a or not education the how well the teachers teach. It has nothing to do with how smart or not smart you are, period. So you guys need to go in. know it's going to be a long, boring day. There's nothing we can do about that and come home and be done. So they were talking about it in class one day and <sighs> I don't know how, I don't remember the exact whole length of the conversation, but it was like 10 minutes of Garrett explaining this whole scenario and how it played out in front of class. (laughs) And essentially Garrett was like, well, I don't need to worry about it. It's just testing. And she goes, why don't you need to worry about it? And this is, it only proved my point. And she was like, it's very important. I don't know why you wouldn't study or worry about it or be ready for it. And he goes, because my mom said it's only just to test how well you teach. (laughs) Oh, I got an email later that night. Yes, you did get an email. And and the thing about this teacher is it was her first first year year out of college. I mean, she might have been 19. Uh, She was so young. At the she time, had real high aspirations. This was a but, this, you know, she had oh. never encountered uh, Garrett yeah. before, and here she is, a third grade teacher, and he comes out guns blazing on that one. Yeah, every teacher's had a Garrett, maybe once a year. It depends. Yep. But Garretts are real special, and they um, keep you on your toes, and you have to consider them in everything you do because they will be two steps ahead of you. Yep. <laughs> no matter yep. if it's going outside or trying to do a math problem, and. Um, he was real sassy a couple times. So do you have one? Uh, yeah, this is the one that I was, I was actually telling the story the other day. So with our first child, Jessica, that's interesting because we, uh, we had her very quickly, uh, about a well, just after our first anniversary. So about four weeks after our first anniversary, Jessica was born. So we got pregnant super early in our marriage. And, you know, you're when you're a parent, there's all of those beautiful things you have run through your head of how sweet it's going to be and, and how <laughs> glorious it's going to be. And one of the things is my dad made us a cradle, which he did, for, I think, for my nieces mm-hmm. and nephews, too. But he made us a cradle. It was really sweet. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Kim, you were like, that cradle is so sweet. I'm going to have it yeah. beside our bed <laughs> yeah. and, uh, you know, at night. And then she's right there uh-huh. and, and we don't have to worry about it. And I was like, okay, cool. I can see her because there was these nice little spindle bars. Yeah, that... you can see her. You, mm-hmm. you know what's going on. And we, so we did that. We placed it our first night home. Mm-hmm. We, we swaddle her up. We put her in there. Now, granted, this is the first night home we've had <laughs> with her pretty much in the room all night. Yep. They would bring her in from, because you were exhausted, C-section, yeah. and you were tired. And so when the and hospital. And also they were helping. So they were helping. Yes, take her. So we made it about, 
I don't know, two, three hours into trying to sleep. And she was so noisy. She was so loud. Y'all, babies are loud. They are loud. Grunting and snorting and rolling because she didn't like to be swallowed. And she was so content. Yeah. I mean, it was. she was not crying. Not like she's crying. No, she wasn't crying. It was just constant mouth noises. Yeah, mouth noises. And and I just remember, Kim, you, you... I don't even think you looked at me. You just went, tomorrow she sleeps in the other room. (laughs) I mean, it was like one day. And to this day, you know, even after that, when we had Garrett, he slept in the closet in our bedroom. And we used the cradle. We used the cradle. For like three months, as long as we could. But he was not next to our bed. (laughs) He, You know, actually, he ended up being next to our bed for a month while we were figuring out his neck issues. Oh, that's right. Yes. When he's, Yeah. Yeah. We had some uh, some tarticollis issues yeah. early on, but yeah. those were rectified. All right, you're up. Um, I think this is one of the ones you were talking about. The day she came home and had beat up a boy. I actually didn't have that on there, oh, but uh, that, that is a good moment. one. I was, okay, so Jess has a friend, and this friend can be atypical in a few ways. And Jess is very protective of her. They have been through thick and thin. They have um, really done a lot together. Girl Scouts, different clubs, different events, had parties together, been through each grade in school together. Now they're in theater together. (laughs) So in middle school, now and the personality of this little girl is super trusting, super loving, and real sassy. Yeah. Real sassy. And this is sixth grade. Yes, this right? is sixth grade. Yeah. And and she when she's sassy, she can be real sassy. But because she's trusting and loving, it takes a lot to get to that. So they're going home one day. It's her, a friend, and a guy that mm-hmm. they don't know as well. Yeah. They hear the guy that's walking around them but not with them talking about this friend. This friend who uh, has who's sassy. Who's sassy. We're yes. going to call her sassy. Pants. We're going to call sassy pants. Yeah, sassy pants. That's a good talking one. negatively about her. Yeah, talking negatively about her. Jessica asked him to stop three or four times. He continued to <laughs> talk more and louder and worse. Yep. Really inappropriate things. And this was off school property, just in case anybody hears this. And it was five years ago. <laughs> and Jessica. And her friend essentially took down this kid, took his backpack, and he went running. Yes, there is another part of it. Uh, they it, it, it's actually reversed. They sat on him. Oh, okay. Yes. They they uh-huh. sat on him. Uh, they took him down. They took him down. They sat on him, and yep. her other friend took his backpack. Yes. And ran away and wasn't going to give it back until he apologized. Yes. So, (laughs) somehow it all resolved itself in the end. And the boy, like, they threw his backpack somewhere and the boy went and got it and they all came home. So, she comes home and is telling me this and I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like, you shouldn't be hitting people or hurting people or doing mean things. But also, like, he was a real jerk. And so... I waited for Nathan to get home because Nathan's been in more fist fights than I have. And he, he's like, it's a teenage boy. He's not telling anybody yeah, he got beat was, up by the girls. He was so, she was so, I'm going to get in trouble. I'm going to get in trouble. I said, Jessica, there's no way that a 
sixth grade boy is going to admit that he got beat up by girls. So, so you're, was, you're okay on that one. There was no other. We didn't tell parents and we didn't involve anybody else and we just let yeah. it play out and we never heard a word about it again and he never made fun of sassy pants and mm-hmm. we walked on down the road of life. Yep. <laughs> that yep. was a funny one. Okay. I have another Garrett. This is one of my favorites. It's probably on your list. But Garrett came home from school one day and announced to us that one of his friends uh, was um, attempting to take over the school. Oh, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> it was not on my list, but yes. So he had instituted a rebellion uh-huh. um, where he was going to take the, uh, the, um, the library hostage and set up a system of government to mm-hmm. govern them. And, and in fact, they had been formulating the system of government at the park. Yeah. And, uh, and um, let, me, let me explain this. This is how my son plays. They go to the park, mm-hmm. and while they're just playing on the playground and stuff, they're formulating a government. They're formulating their own independent nation mm-hmm. in which Garrett was assigned to be sup- uh, 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 Supreme Justice or whatever, Chief Justice of the Supreme Court. And uh, I asked him what that job was. And he said, well, my job is just to make sure everybody follows the directions of our president. And I was like, okay, so you don't understand what the Supreme Court does. Um, but uh, there was a lot of infighting uh, with this system of government. And, and one of them, because the guys, you know, they just, nobody wants, everybody wants to be in charge, but nobody wants to listen. Um, there was one day Kim gets a phone call from, was it from the police or from a mom. Okay, now these are different. These well, I are... thought they were tied to the same thing. No. Oh, never mind. I'll let you tell that story. Okay. So anyway, Garrett was always talking about how they were fighting and, and it was kind of getting out of hand. I said, So how are you gonna how are you gonna bring down this this government? He said, Oh, I figured it out. He said, All I have to do is get them to disagree and they'll spend so much time fighting that uh, it eventually will just collapse. <laughs> I'm thinking, okay, yeah. this kid so, is a secret agent. <laughs> so what's crazy about that is when he told me that, he was sitting on the couch reading a book. Yeah. And he looked over at me, and he goes, I just figured it out. Because he was reading this book, and in the book, there was a de facto, is that how you say it? Like a like an off-branch of a government that, okay, yeah. that had basically, their plan was they were going to create a, a plan that was almost identical but just enough off oh, that yeah, it would yeah. create that it would contention create, yeah. and then eventually a split and he was like that's all I have to do because he was getting tired of it everybody yeah. was fighting it wasn't fun anymore but he also didn't want to get anybody in trouble yeah. there was yeah. nothing to like call parents in on he didn't yeah. feel like it was that but I mean although they did want to I mean, honestly, this kid really did want to take over the school. It, it, it's funny and, because it sounds so silly. Yeah. But we were dying because, yes. and I don't even have all the details because right. it was so hilarious. It was so complicated. It involved a loft in the library and overtaking that first. and well, Even the branches of the oh government they were instituting were yes. hilarious. Yes. So it was really incredible to watch his brain wa- work. And then in the next two days, he methodically <laughs> started putting... Not even, he didn't put the whole idea out. He would put it in other people's heads and then have them bring it to the table as if it wasn't his idea. And within three days, he had the whole system brought down and it was done. I mean, it was incredible. Yeah, the word insurrection is not popular today, but my son, (laughs) 
brought down an entire government <laughs> by himself. Yeah. <laughs> Technically. They called themselves one. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, this is not even the first thing that, I mean, this is the first thing. And then later that one, oh. the, the kid involved went off and started his own organized crime yeah. business in school selling, selling, uh, he sold breath candy. Mints, yeah. Selling yeah. candy. Um, and he had enforcers. I mean, this was just every day he'd come home and tell us another story and we're just dying. So. And he was never part of it, but there was also never really anything to report. Yeah. It wasn't like anything. Everybody was getting hurt. It was just yeah. funny. So, yeah. all right, you're up. I'm up. Yes. That okay. was, that was mine. Yes. I, the underwear in the school to this day baffles my brain. <laughs> I take a, take a guess. Anybody who's listening, who that was. <laughs> so here's the, <laughs> here's the dynamic of our kids. Jess, I believe, as she grows up and becomes an adult, will prove to be very street smart. She still has some things that she struggles with. But as far as street smarts go, she can see problems and issues a mile away. And plans a little bit better and has the ability to um, see other humans' reactions and, and know what to do next. Garrett... I'm not sure if he's on planet Earth sometimes. Like, I, I don't know what planet he's on, but he hasn't seen all the cues going on around him. So a lot of our stories are humorous from Garrett because of that, where Jess circumvents all these scenarios because she just uses her brain. and She, she has the common sense that he lacks. Yeah. And so <laughs> he comes home. He, I go to pick him up at school. And I'm standing out front. He's like, Mom, I forgot. I think I dropped my spirit sticks. It's a little keychain thing that goes on yeah, his backpack. Yeah. I, I left that in my classroom, and I really want to bring it home. I was going to do something with it tonight. I said, okay, let's see if we can go in. Not a problem. So we go in. And was this? An, no. This was a, a different. Second. This is a different story. Yeah, different story. So I go in and I'm like, we need to check. Okay, go ahead and go back. And we're walking back. <laughs> and he runs towards the bathroom that's like 50 feet away. And I'm thinking, oh, uh-huh. that he must have dropped it in the hallway. No, no. He picked up his shorts and said, <laughs> there are my shorts. I must have left them here. And I said, Garrett. You're wearing shorts. What do you mean you left them here? He goes, oh, I don't know, but these are my shorts. Oh, boy. <laughs> How he lost his shorts, we don't know. We don't know. Now, the underwear. Yeah, yeah go ahead and just tell the underwear one. Is another great story. So we go in for a teacher-parent conference. We're standing in the hallway. She brings us in. She shuts the door. She, by the way, she's an amazing teacher, not a mm-hmm. first-year teacher. Which first-year teachers can be great. Our first-year teacher was not great. But this teacher was amazing with Garrett. She saw him for who he was, appreciated the joy that you could find out of it. She sits us down. and She goes, so my my, um, meetings don't normally start this way. And brought out a bag with underwear in it. And was like, I think this is your son's. (laughs) Oh. That's how it started. Which to this day he denies. He denies that it's his underwear, but, but she handed it to and us. And I know. Yeah. 
So I I don't understand that story, (laughs) but, but that's what happened. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, let's see. Um, this is a real quick one, but it's about Jessica. When uh, when we were up in Pittsburgh and uh, you were down here, mm-hmm. my mom bought us a sled and sent it to us because we had a pretty good amount of snow. And our house was on a hill. <laughs> and uh, we were sledding, just me and her getting out there. And we've got some pictures, but we don't have pictures of when this happened. And she's sledding, and, and it was deep enough that we had to actually carve a trail. So I had to ride it down a couple times and, and make sure. So we finally got it to the point where it was a good sledding hill. It was ready to go. And put her in there, and I give her a good shove, good shove. And she goes flying down this hill, and she's squealing and laughing. She's probably four, um, just having a great time. And then she gets to the end where the trail stopped, and I watch her. It looked like one of those movies where somebody goes through the windshield of a car. She hit the bump at the end of the trail and launched herself forward over the front of the sled like... It happened so fast she didn't See, even You say I was I was in Dallas. I swear I remember this. You weren't because it was that one time she came up and stayed with me okay. uh for a little bit until you came up permanently. And uh, all I remember is hearing I go running down the hill thinking, "Oh my gosh, I killed my kid." But her I mean she is face down yeah. in the snow. And all I can hear is this muffled giggling because she's buried in the snow, but she's laughing her head off. But she flew yep. through the air, like feet at everything. Okay, can I tell a story that's horrifying, but also we laughed so hard we hurt our sides and has nothing to do with our kids? Oh, here we go. Okay. Okay, no, this is super funny. So we had a great, our neighbor we've talked about maybe before in Pittsburgh. Yes. <coughs> oh my gosh, I know what you're talking who about. Who built his fence. Who built a little wall and it fell and he was just a great neighbor. We loved him and his wife. <laughs> he wanted to help us spread some mulch or dirt. No, we were trying to level out a playground area. So right. we were leveling dirt. Okay, so we I had a whole truckload of dirt brought in. Mm-hmm. And we were going to spend a day leveling it out. He was wonderful and asked if he could if he could help us by using his four-wheeler. He had a plow he on the He had a plow front. on the front, and he was just going to basically um, push off the top for us and keep going further and further down. It was a big yeah. pile. So he was like, I think what I'll do, I don't even remember, Nathan, how all this played out because of what is to follow. Somehow the great idea was we're going to go as fast as we can <laughs> onto this pile of dirt, and when I get high enough, it'll naturally sink me because it's fresh, yeah, right? Yeah. And I'll push some of it a, a certain direction. Yeah, he was what he what he thought was if he he was having a hard time pushing the dirt because it was so heavy. You're right. Yeah. So he thought if he got enough momentum and just hit it, he could run. It could push it, and he could run over it and continue to do that, and it would flatten it out. <laughs> yeah. So we're on. I'm going to call it the front side. All of us, me, his wife. And Nathan mm-hmm. and and Dustin, our neighbor, and Dustin goes full force at the dirt. I mean, I mean fastest seriously. I've ever seen a four wheeler go. He had a downhill at his back, or I guess uphill. he was heading downhill. He was yeah. heading downhill, probably three hundred feet worth as fast as he could, and hit that thing, and flew off over the handlebars. Now, the scary part is. The dirt was in a pyramid shape, for lack of, or cone shape. Yeah, it was kind of a cone. 
And so we didn't know. All we could see was him go over. We and no noise. Yes. Like the machine shut off somehow or was in idle. Yeah. And he just flew over. And on the other side, not only was it in a cone, it was also downhill. So when he flew, he had to go wherever he landed, he was going to go down the cone <laughs> and potentially down another 10 feet. And when that happened, it was the most silent noise. Oh, I know. I for mean, like. 20 seconds we were all like is he dead that four-wheeler came to a dead stop it it didn't go anywhere yeah now i still don't know what happened on the other side of that hill but all i know is he was like i'm okay yeah Yeah, that's all we heard was him say okay not doing that again yeah so he was fine, but I mean, after he said he was okay and we made sure he was okay, yeah. all of us were like, oh boy, that could have been so bad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was going through, while you're sitting there talking, I'm going through uh, uh, that old that Facebook page we have, and there's a whole string of Garrett teacher stories. Oh, yeah. It's like things like this. Uh, the five-paragraph email we got because he told his teacher, Mom and Dad said, you can't make me do work on the weekend, so I didn't do any of it. All week. All week. Yeah. Didn't do anything. Uh-huh. And what we were talking about was overloading, and he needed to space it out, <laughs> but he told her we wouldn't make her. This is the one I love. I love this one. Uh, let's see. Um Oh, man, I lost it. Oh, today's thrown under the bus moment brought to you by Garrett Lee to his teacher. Quoting what I said last night, reading is not a priority in our house. <laughs> because we were telling him to put the book down and go to bed. Uh-huh. And it was like reading 11 at night. Reading wasn't more important than sleep. Right. And so he told her that reading wasn't a priority in our uh-huh. house. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Okay, well, I'm going to throw one. Uh, this one you weren't there for either. I'm seeing a trend here. Well, this was, no, I had a babysitter. This was a babysitter. We had a babysitter while I was in Pittsburgh. When I would go to work, it was one of our interns, and she would watch Jessica. And I come home from work one day, and she's going to get picked up. So I get home a little early because it's starting to snow, and we're just kind of waiting for her dad to get there. And she says, oh, by the way, uh, Jessica drew on the wall. And I was like, oh, okay, well, you know what? Kids do that. We can probably fix it. And she said, um, she drew on the wall with lip gloss mm-hmm. and wrote her name. She either wrote her name or wrote hello. I can't remember. I think it was both. But she wrote, and I don't know if you guys know anything about lip gloss, in particular the <laughs> stuff that they give children. Mm. Um, she wrote this, and it never went away. We repainted the room. We scrubbed the walls. We repainted yeah. it again. And whatever was written there was there forever because lip gloss is oil. It's and oil it's based. soaked into the wall yeah. and would not come out. So until the day we moved out of that house, there was an oily graffiti yeah. on. And it, I was so <laughs> mad. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, my gosh, who does this kind of stuff? Yeah. Just nuts. She also tried to Cirque du Soleil from her curtains. <laughs> Legitimately, she saw the commercial and she's like, I can do that. <laughs> so she tried to spin on her curtains. Yeah, um, it doesn't work. What it does is tear down your curtains. <laughs> yes, it does. It does. Yeah. All right, I got, I could go on and on forever, but I got one more because this is the most humiliating moment of my entire life brought to you by my son, or one of the most humiliating moments brought to you by my son. I wasn't there for the first part. Oh, but one day, I know. 
Yeah. One day, Kim texts me and says, hey, I just got a message from his teacher. Now, this is the same teacher with the underwear and the shorts in the hallway. Again, loved Garrett and loved everything awesome he Awesome teacher. Very sweet. Um, and... Uh, Kim said, and they would talk, you guys would talk back and forth on Facebook. So, yeah. So she became my Facebook friend or really, I mean, it was by by email. Yeah. And she, there were weeks that she would send me something funny every day. That he did. And it was, honestly, his grades were 100% fine. This was because it literally, she was so amused by him. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I get this text from Kim saying, hey, just need to let you know this is what I got from Garrett's teacher today. And it's a story about, hey, we had an assignment, and this assignment was to write a sentence that has a word that has mm-hmm. the letters A-R-T in them. Yeah. Well, Garrett, being a third grade boy, you can assume which word he's going to use with A-R-T, because he's <laughs> the kind of kid that's daring enough to do that. But I look at this picture, and literally, she sends a picture of it. Yep. And you forward me the picture, and yep. it is a... It is a mm-hmm. sentence. It mm-hmm. is a full sentence that says, yes. my dad farts. Yes. And com- not only a sentence, a mm-hmm. picture of yep. me standing there with a green cloud. Green cloud. <laughs> green cloud green. coming out of my butt. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, okay. So that's enough, right? That's enough. Oh, no, no. The oh, story doesn't I'm saying, end No, 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 no. There. I'm saying that's enough that would put anybody in, in the humiliation zone. <laughs> yep. But it was my turn to go pick him up. Can I preface something in yes, this story? Yes, go ahead. Um, this teacher is adorable. Yeah. Like, like I understand that Nathan is not blind. And <laughs> yes. I know that she is adorable <laughs> and cute. And, and, and my husband, rightfully so, should be able to see that. I do. That's, I do. You know, and she's much younger than me. So anytime yeah. you're around a, a very pretty girl, which she is, yeah. um, you know, you, you just don't want to be embarrassed. But as I'm walking, right. um, I go pick him up and I'm walking back to the car and I see that she is the crossing guard yes. for the day. Oh, yes. And so as I'm as I'm walking... I look up, she looks up, we make eye contact, and she just looks at me and goes, <laughs> like that. <laughs> like this just yeah. short laugh. Yep. And I'm, I mean, I'm... You're mortified. I am. Like, I'm, I mean, I just can't even say anything. I just look at Garrett like, I, I cannot believe you did this to me. Yeah. Um, let's just get to the car. Yeah. And so I, I hightailed it out of there. But from then on, I like couldn't look at her. Yeah. Like if she was standing there, I had to walk by her yeah. and just not make eye contact. <laughs> I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah. So, so yeah, so, that's my final well, one. I mean, I have more stories of Jessica's stories. You know, they're funny, but and they're funny in a way that I, it's like. So she's not our funny kid. I would say she's more sweet. Yeah. She has like, I remember a time when we were, I have a picture of it. Actually, we went to Great Wolf Lodge. When she was very young, yep, yep, uh, maybe five, and I went to where like they give you a notepad and pen in case you need to write anything down. Yeah, yeah. And I went to go clean up for us leaving, and that was on the table. And I looked down, and she had written a thank you note to the staff for cleaning up. Oh, that's cool. And so that 
her stories aren't as funny because what she does typically is done very quietly mm-hmm. and done to support others. Well, not anymore. She's in high school. She's not quiet anymore. <laughs> she is quiet in some of the things she in does. Some, well, apparently not to me because she, she's she's she tends to not be as loud about how she serves. No, that she does not. No, she's not loud about that. She's just loud about how she makes fun of me. Oh well, that's she ridicules me. I think she's just meeting your energy. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you got any more? No, maybe we'll do one. Maybe do we'll do one that would have more opportunities for just like yeah, those yeah. things. The we sweet just have to things. go. Yeah. We'll do one that focuses yeah. on the sweet things. These were the things about like being a parent that you shake your head. Like, yeah, just, I just, I just want my kids to know one day if they hear this and cause I just, honestly, I think we're going to get away with doing this for a while without them catching on. It's for them. I really do. But unless you keep telling people when they're around. They still haven't listened. Well, they don't listen, that's why. Yeah. yeah. So so I hope that they hear these stories and know yeah. that when we're long gone, or even when they're having a bad day at college, mm-hmm. that everything like those stories brought us joy. That those mm. are the stories that at the end of the day, we're like, man, parenting is fun. Yeah. It can be hard, but there are moments when it is like pee your pants fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> that it is so all right okay so, well do you have next week's picked out i do have next week's picked out um i'm gonna have a little story time with how i came to it okay so you understand where we're going with it all righty um i had a really hard time about four months ago when jess broke up with her boyfriend oh boy yeah so we're going to talk about that and why, oh, which is, man. it's not the reason you think. I was not upset at her. I was not upset at him. We'll talk about it though. But the topic is going to be things they didn't prepare you for as a parent. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I didn't prepare for my son to be walking around losing his underpants at school. Well, see, we got a good start here. Yeah. We I got, also, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you also didn't prepare to get humiliated in front of the cute teacher. I also didn't get uh, prepare for uh, your daughter to hit a kid and accidentally stab him with a pencil. That's another one we didn't tell. Oh, we didn't yeah. tell the jingle bell, but oh, the jingle bell jingle bell was kind of mean, but yeah. not really because that was yeah, yeah that was that was. I don't think we can rough. talk about. that I don't one. think we can talk about it. So <laughs> anyway, well, yeah, you know what? You've probably got funny stories about your children. Yeah, we have funny ones about ours, but you know what? The funny ones are. They're they're the ones that make us really happy, and sometimes there's ones that aren't so fun. But yeah. don't forget the fun ones, because mm-hmm. I don't know where I'm going with this. But keep track of your kids' fun stories. You don't want to forget them, because <laughs> they're awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, until next time, where we get to talk about uh, breakups, heartbreak, and romance, and things you weren't prepared, for. and things you weren't prepared for. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys have a great week. Thanks for listening, and we will see you later. Peace. <laughs>